0: Previously on Second Fiddles, Ren quit the superhero biz, Sophia started searching for her slippery sister, and Max is finally back out in the world sidekicking. Today to forget about his fight with Invisidude, Max needed an excuse to day drink, so he's invited over some friends for brunch. Is this the gayest thing he's ever done? Other than anal, I mean. Anyway, that's what's happening today. Crunch. It's lame. Let's begin. Episode 34, French. Hey, could you two please stop hugging? It started off cute, but now your sentimentality is killing my buzz.
1: Shut your mouth, Max. I'm allowed to hug my best friend as long as I want to. Ren, you just referred to me as your best friend.
2: As in better than everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. Are you surprised? I don't know what I did to deserve such a favored role in your life, but I am very proud to be your bestie.
1: Jeez, you didn't do anything. I just love you, okay? And don't say
0: bestie. It's cheesy. I love you too, bestie. Ren, are you 21 yet? I'm horrible at remembering birthdays. I never told you when my birthday is. And I'm not going to. Well, I made mimosas, and I would rather not serve alcohol to a minor if I can help it. (laughs) Afraid of losing your liquor license? You know I like to follow the law. I actually waited to have my first sip of alcohol until my 21st birthday.
1: That doesn't surprise me. Did you at least get wasted?
0: No, I just went to Olive Garden and got a glass of wine with dinner.
1: (laughs) I'm
2: embarrassed for you. I'm not embarrassed for you, but I must admit that your lack of risk-taking is sometimes disappointing. Seriously? But don't you do everything by the book? I certainly make an effort to appear that way, but I've been known to bend the rules on occasion. One time, I drove an automobile three miles per hour over the speed limit. I'm a rebel, and I'll never ever be any good. This is why
1: is my favorite.
0: Fine. You took public transit, I'm assuming, so drink
1: whatever you want. Sounds good to me. Just make sure to leave a glass for my friend from school. Based on her last text, she should be here any minute now. So,
2: who is this new friend you've been spending time with? Should I be afraid of losing my bestie status? Oh, psh! don't get your panties in a bunch. I know that's an expression, but just to clarify, my undergarments are not bunched or gathered in any
0: way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little curious, too. When you asked to bring a plus one, I figured it would be your boyfriend.
1: No, uh, Bram's teaching a ceramics workshop this morning, so he couldn't come. Besides, I assume brunch was like a girls and gays sort of thing. Do
0: straight men not eat brunch? I don't want to think about it. I don't want the straights to ruin brunch for me. Anyway, unless your friend's queer, it's just the one gay today. Elijah and I still aren't really talking. We've been texting a little, but it's super awkward right now.
1: Yeah, Sophia told me about your breakup. I'm really sorry, Max. I know how much he means to you.
0: Maybe we need time apart to figure out what we really need. Do you believe that? No, not one bit. I just want to forget about it all and go back to how things were. But I can't forgive him yet.
1: Before this turns into another all-about-Max whining sesh, what do you want to know about my friend?
0: Hey, it seems like we don't have to wait anymore.
1: Yep, that should be her. I hope you guys like her. She's, uh... Really
3: peppy, just to warn you.
0: Peppy? I like peppy. Hi, are you Ren's friend?
3: Oh my goodness, you're Maxim Loft.
0: Mm. (laughs) Uh, yes I am. You're a really firm hugger, aren't you? You bet. Come on in. Thanks.
3: Hey Gail, welcome to our weird brunch thing. Hi Ren, thanks for inviting me. No problem. Gail, this is Sophia. And this is... Oh my goodness, I've heard so much about you already. I can't wait to be your friend, Sophia. Nice to meet you, Gail. And I was going to introduce you to Max, but you uh, apparently already know him. What's up with that? I was a freshman at Rose Academy when he was a senior. I never quite worked up the courage to talk to him because I was just a lowly underclassman. But hey, here I am. It's destiny.
0: I knew you looked familiar. Welcome to my crappy apartment. Did you find it okay? Yeah.
3: Wren's directions
0: were perfect. She told
3: me to look for the door with the badly scraped frame. Looks like those new antlers of yours are causing quite a lot of damage.
0: Yeah, no matter how long I have them, sometimes I forget to turn sideways through doorways. You should see the hallway to my room. We had to remove the decorations on the walls because I kept knocking everything down.
3: I think they look distinguished. I was really sorry when I heard about the stags passing. I'm glad Buck has boldly bounced back.
0: Thanks. I still miss him. I don't miss the ever-present threat of Lyme disease, though. He attracted ticks like you wouldn't believe.
3: (laughs) Are Tammy and Linus joining us today, or is this everyone? This is all of us. Wait, I haven't mentioned Tammy or Linus to you, have I? Nope, but I knew Pitch was Max's sister from when I auditioned to be her sidekick last year. Seriously? You never told me that. Yeah, I was a little embarrassed that I didn't get hired, but she never ended up taking a sidekick anyway so i probably shouldn't feel bad she and linus are so cute together how
2: do you know linus did pitch tell you about him during your audition
3: oh no he was my mentor at rose academy i'm studying team support and i was assigned to study with him because he was a heroic leadership major
0: oh my god i remember you now you're gale the tail you were like his shadow that entire year that's me gale the tail
2: What does that nickname refer to?
3: Oh, I have a tail. You can't see it under my skirt. Hold on, I'll show you. (gasps) It's delightful! Your tail looks like that of a feathered theropod. Yep, it's a dinosaur tail. Sounds like you know your dinos. I know a lot. My power enables me to
2: have a perfect memory.
3: Oh my goodness, your recall! I never knew what you looked like under your goggles you never told me your best friend was flippin' Recall. In hindsight, there's a lot I probably should have told you before coming here. Wow. Just wow. I get to hang out with Buck and Recall at the same time. Max, can I touch your antlers?
0: Uh, what? Sorry,
3: I'm getting carried away. I've been a big fan of yours since Rose Academy, Max, and I just can't believe I'm here right now. I could just die. Huh? You're fanboying over Max? He talks to animals, and now he has these awesome antlers. He looks like a mythical demigod.
0: Wow, I don't
1: even know what to say to that. Just be glad she knows who you are. That's more than most people can
2: say. Max, your ears are turning red. I haven't seen you blush in
1: quite some time. Yeah, you haven't made that face since before you and Invisidude started dating.
3: Holy poop, you guys know Invisidude? And Max is dating him? This just keeps getting
0: better. We're on a break. Let's not talk about it, okay? I wanted to have you all over for brunch so I could forget about my issues. Would anyone like a mimosa? I do not drink
1: alcohol, but I will have some orange juice. Sorry for bringing up ID, Max. And yes, keep the bubbly flowing. Gail, do you want any? Sure, I'm 21.
0: Siren, Ren? She knows the law. <laughs> Whatever.
3: Aw, Max is so lawful good, isn't he?
0: What? Or
3: maybe just neutral good.
0: I can't tell yet. What are you talking about?
3: Oh, I like to characterize superheroes and sidekicks as D&D characters. In Dungeons & Dragons, every character has an alignment.
1: Oh, did I forget to mention that Gale is a giant nerd? Alignment? What's
0: that mean?
3: Everyone is either neutral, chaotic, or lawful, and those traits are combined with either good, evil, or neutral. Most heroes are lawful or neutral good, and vigilantes tend to be chaotic good.
1: I should chime in before we go off on a tangent like usual. Gail and I first met because when I started at Rose Academy earlier this semester, they had her meet with me and show me around because we're both part-time commuter students, so which I guess is pretty uncommon.
0: What does that have to do with Dungeons & Dragons?
1: I'm getting to that. So, I found out that Gail was homeschooled, and I assumed she was crazy religious, but... She eventually told me why. All
3: right, Gail, you tell the rest. I don't know why you always think this is so interesting. (sighs) Okay, so my parents are LARPers, and they used to travel all across the country playing in different campaigns. Public school didn't fit into the equation, so
0: I went with them and learned along the way. I'm at least nerdy enough to know what LARPing is, thank God. So, Gail, you were, like, essentially raised by role players?
3: Yep. So, like I said, I kind of think of everyone's superhero identity as a character they're playing.
0: You're not wrong. I do act differently when I put my mask on. I mean, I used to. I don't have a civilian life anymore. Actually, why do I still wear a mask? The antlers are clearly a giveaway. Gail, I'm fascinated by your method of
2: classifying people. Since I normally make my decisions based on logic, what would that make me?
3: You might be true neutral, but I would have to get to know you better to find out. Then we shall become friends. Oh boy, that would be amazing. Would you ever want to try role-playing? I'm a great teacher. You could start with a tabletop game to learn how it works. I would be interested, yes. Wren, have you joined
1: Gail in her role-playing? No, it doesn't interest me. At all. But I think it's super fascinating, like in a much less offensive people of Walmart kind of way.
0: Before we really fall into a conversation hole, does anyone want any food? This is my first attempt at brunch, so I decided on mimosas with eggs, pastries, and fruit. As you can see on the counter, I have grapes, pineapple, and strawberries. I know most fruit platters have some cantaloupe, but honestly, who actually likes melon? I need carbs. What kind
1: of pastries do you have?
0: I bought some danishes. Oh, and for the eggs, I didn't want to do anything hot, so I made deviled eggs. Ew, for brunch? Deviled eggs are not
1: a brunch food.
0: They're eggs. It counts. I am not a huge fan of mustard or mayonnaise. I didn't use mayonnaise. Ugh, gross. We were always a Miracle Whip family, not a Mayo family. If the deviled eggs aren't a little sweet, what's the point?
1: Ugh, I think I just
3: threw up in my mouth. I'll try anything you make, Max. Calm down, gal. Keep it in your pants. I can't help but fawn over Max. Get it? Fawn? Like a baby deer?
1: I'm sure he gets it.
3: You know, Tammy
0: once mentioned a henchperson named Miracle Whip. Let me guess. They're a religious zealot who attacks people with a whip in the
2: name of God? You are incorrect, Max, but nice try. Miracle Whip used to be a Republican House Party Whip who came back from the dead. I'm assuming the resurrection was the miracle that inspired his henchperson, Alias. Are we talking full-on
1: Lazarus resurrection or an undead situation?
3: Yeah, and what kind of undead? Zombie, ghoul, white, lich, ghast, mummy, vampire?
1: I don't think any of those things are real, Gal.
0: They're just D&D monsters. Well, I'm not sure about the undead, but witches, dragons, and orcs are real. I can tell you that. What? Really? That's a story for another day. It was in a crossover episode.
2: To answer your multiple questions about Miracle Whip with the same response, I don't
1: know. Tammy didn't tell me. Fine. Gil, you mentioned vigilantes
3: being, what, chaotic? Chaotic good, if they're like a Robin Hood type. Why? Do you know any vigilantes? No, not really. But on the way
1: over today, I think I saw that wall crawler, Vigilante, who's been splashed around the newspapers lately. Where did you see him? I thought I saw a figure climbing the outside
3: of a building, but I didn't get a good look.
0: That's weird. I wonder who he is. Back in college, I knew a guy who could make his hands and feet stick to stuff.
3: Was it someone I might have met?
0: No, he transferred to the Hero University Center in London after our sophomore year, so I doubt he'd be in Rose City. Was he a friend of yours? That's not exactly a word I would use to describe our relationship. You were in a relationship? I'm not talking about boys today. I need another mimosa. You're no fun. Sophia, how's your search for your sister going?
2: Not well. Frankie is difficult to track down. I haven't had any luck yet, but I have a meeting with Fourth Wall tomorrow to see if his clairvoyance can locate her. That's good. I hope you find her. I do as well. Speaking of sisters, Wren, how is your sister Cassie doing? Are you still helping her with
1: her powers? Cassie's fine. We haven't been able to classify her power yet. We thought she was like a human compass, but it's not consistent. She's displayed at least one other ability since we started testing stuff out. Not consistent? Yeah, she's able to locate things when she needs to, but not if she just wants to. If she's lost, she knows how to find her way home, but when we're in the grocery store, I can't just ask her to point to the ice cream aisle, because she doesn't need ice cream. She only wants it. Does that make sense? Despite my lactose intolerance, sometimes
2: I just need ice cream. But yes, it makes sense. What was the other ability she demonstrated?
1: Well, we were taking a walk last week, and she tripped and fell. Before she face-planted in the sidewalk, she caught herself midair. She just kind of floated there for a second, until she could right herself. Seriously? She floated? Yeah. Her feet were not touching the ground. It
0: was trippy. Maybe she's like me, and I can teach her to fly. You can fly? I remember you making wind, but I didn't realize you could do more.
3: Yeah, I've leveled up a bit. I can fly or hover when I'm outdoors. That's why I want to use the alias, Kellycopter.
0: Oh my god, that's so bad it's good. It's perfect.
3: I'll show you some time if you want.
0: Sure, that'd be cool. I want to talk more about Cassie first. I love an unclassifiable passive power mystery. At first, before we realized I could telepathically communicate with animals, I thought I was hearing ghosts. That must have been quite upsetting. It was actually really cool. We didn't ever have any dogs or cats around when we were growing up, so when my powers developed, I didn't realize I was hearing the thoughts of the birds outside my window and the neighbor's outdoor cat. I mean, as far as ghosts go, they were really lame because they mostly talked about finding and eating food. Animals with tiny brains don't have much going on up there thought-wise. Does that include Eloise? Who's Eloise? She's my falcon friend. And yeah, most of the space in a falcon's brain is reserved for their eyesight, but... She's not a complete dummy. I like to think that imprinting on an animal telepath helped boost her intelligence a tiny bit. That's why when we switched bodies, she could understand and speak English. You switched bodies? Yeah, but it was only for like ten minutes. I got to fly, though. It's amazing,
1: isn't it? Yeah, for real. He's leaving out the part where he pooped his pants. That wasn't my fault! (sighs) Ren... Have you asked any of your professors at Rose Academy if they could meet with Cassie to help evaluate her power? Oh, yeah. She has an appointment set up for next month. She's a senior in high school this year, and she applied to Rose Academy, but she's on a wait list until they figure out her powers. They wanted to see her for a lengthy in-person evaluation sort of thing.
2: Based on what you've said, maybe her
1: power is based on adaptation or survival. That's what we were thinking, But passive powers are kind of uncommon, and I've never heard of anyone who could do anything like that before.
2: I hope you're able to discern the extent of her abilities sooner rather than
1: later. For your mother's sake. Thanks. Me too. Honestly, at first, Mom freaked out over Cassie having powers. But now it seems like they help her out when she's in sticky situations, so she's much happier with her than she was with me and my
0: powers. Well, that's something. Ren, are you liking Rose Academy so far, or are you missing the sidekicking hustle?
1: ha, 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 ha. Uh, oh, you're serious. Uh, I don't miss it at all. I don't miss Lucid Lucy, I don't miss having to take notes while she rambled incoherently, and I really like the structure of school. I mean, I'm not the best student in the world, but I get by. It's nice to have something to look forward to, you know?
0: Yeah, I get that. So, you're juggling part-time classes, a job working at your boyfriend's art studio, and are you still working at Pet Universe?
1: Yeah, I typically work there like one day a week to keep my discount for Giles' food. He's become an expensive dog with bougie tastes and kibble. I think he's missing Elliot. I know Giles is Wren's dog, but who's Elliot? Elliot is my cat.
2: When I've had to go out of town... Once to California to find my mother, and also when I spent some time in a far distant galaxy, Wren's family watched Elliot for me. Giles and Elliot used to have a contentious relationship, but once Elliot stopped hissing and hiding under the bed, they learned to get along. Or, at least, to tolerate each other. Did you say you were in another galaxy? Yes,
0: it was a season two storyline. I don't know what that means. Hey, why is no one eating the deviled eggs? They look gross. Here, I'll prove they're not disgusting. See? Mmm, delicious.
1: Watching you eat the food that you made isn't going to convince me to try your nasty sweet
0: eggs. Fine, more for me. I'll try one if you come play D&D with me. I don't know, is it super complicated? I've never roleplayed before.
2: That isn't true, Max. According to Chameleon, you and Invisidude used to roleplay during
0: your intergalactic phone calls. It's not the same kind of roleplaying, Sophia, (laughs) and you know it.
3: Hey, imagine it's like sexy roleplaying, but without the sex. And you can be an elf or halfling or half-orc or whoever you want.
0: I do have an active imagination, but I'm only doing it if Ren's doing it.
1: Not gonna happen.
0: Okay, then, if Sophia's doing it. Oh my, I would love to.
1: Really? You'd be willing to try? Of course.
2: I love new experiences. Are there any books I should read to prepare myself? There
3: are so many books and manuals, you won't even know what to do with yourself.
0: Marvelous. I love reading. What did I just agree to? I can't
3: believe I'm going to be campaigning with Buck and Recall. Maybe I should play the lottery because it's my lucky day. Can I come too? I don't want to play, but I would love to watch these two try. I'd be willing to pay good money. The more the merrier. I've been working on creating a really fun adventure the last couple months, and I can tweak it to make it a little easier for beginners. This is going to be so much fun.
0: When I invited you all here for brunch, I was hoping to just day drink and whine about Elijah the entire time. Have we failed to meet your expectations? No, it's just that... I didn't realize how much I needed to have some friend time. I don't even want to think about my relationship right now. I'd rather just enjoy my time with you. If you want, I could talk about my relationship. Yes, Bram is tall and
1: jacked and makes pottery for a living, so we've totally tried the whole sexy, shirtless, ghost pottery thing. It was kind of messy, but I didn't hate it. Making out is really hard when your partner is, like, a foot taller than you, though.
0: Not if you're horizontal.
1: Max! Max! Hey, he's not wrong. Is this whole conversation going to devolve
2: into sexual stories? Isn't that what brunch is for? I thought brunch was a combination
0: of breakfast and lunch. You're smart, Sophia, but you have so much to learn.
3: This is my first time brunching, but it's fun so far. You threw a great brunch, Max. Gail, what did I say
1: about sucking up? He's already agreed to play D&D with you. You can pull your head out of his butt now. It's not every day you get to eat
3: gross eggs with superheroes.
0: Oh, come on, leave the eggs alone. Oh,
2: I should have expected this behavior.
0: In this episode of Second Fiddles, Max is voiced by Matt Johnson, Sophia is voiced by Robin Rimey, Ren is voiced by Christy Barkin, Gail is voiced by Betsy Harris, and MacGuffin is voiced by John Pupo. Music by Pete Johnson, and writing, producing, and sound design by Matt Johnson. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Second Fiddles Podcast, Tumblr at Second Fiddles, and Twitter at Second Fiddles spelled 2ND Fiddles. Transcripts of all of our episodes can be found at our website, secondfiddlespodcast.com. Thanks for listening!
3: I was really sorry when I heard about the stag's passing.
0: Thanks. I still miss him. I don't miss the ever-present threat of Lyme disease, though.